BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? I think for any of us who, like, we don't wake up in the same place every single day, or think about with your kids, like, seasons change, you you know, you have a ritual of what the school year looks like versus the summer, mm-hmm. know that your, your ritual should be just as flexible, right? Mm-hmm. And they should serve you. And the goal of any ritual is to quickly and easily get you back into feeling work-life harmony. Mm-hmm. So by saying that, I'm saying there can be tons of times you do not feel like you are in harmony mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like my goal is to get you into a practice where you can say, why am I feeling off? Like I can literally go into my home and say, huh, my island's a mess. That's why I'm feeling off. Mm-hmm. And I know what the fix is. And maybe I don't even get to it for two more days, but at least I've identified mm-hmm. why I'm feeling off. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Tina, welcome to Sheep. Oh, Jordan, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. I am so looking forward to this conversation. But before we jump into all my questions that I have, which I have a lot, so we'll try to keep it short and sweet. But before we do that, can you just share a little bit of your background? What do you do and what led you to write a book about work-life harmony? And by the way, I love the word harmony. I love that you chose that instead of balance. But just tell us a little bit about what led to that. Oh, goodness. So what led to that was really starting my first company at 16, which Mm -hmm. was a marketing agency. And then, you know, burning out for the first time at 27 Mm -hmm. and really rediscovering the things I love to do. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I ran an agency for 20 plus years. I've written almost 20 books Mm -hmm. now. My 20th book is coming this fall. I've taught at Wharton. I've done a lot of really interesting things. Mm -hmm. But what I've realized and learned over the last few years was how to do all those things and still have work-life harmony. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you feel this way in your mm-hmm. audience. Like harmony is what we're craving, right? Mm-hmm. We want our family life. We want our personal life. Mm-hmm. We want to feel gratified with our work. And mm-hmm. I had all of those things and wanted all those things. And I had to cure for this burnout and really figure out how to have harmony mm-hmm. because I realized really quickly balance just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So good. Okay. So what does work-life harmony look like? Like, I think this is a, a, a phrase many of us love, but we're like, huh, that's a little different than what I've heard. So what does that look like and how is it different than the concept of work-life balance? Yes. So let's first talk about balance. So why balance didn't work for me, at least. I, I think a lot of times when we talk about work, we somehow get the idea that we don't love our work. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you love your work? Like I've always always really have, and I could work 24 hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not 
what we should do. So balance meant the more I was working or in a season where I was really grinding, I then had to add more life on it, right? Mm -hmm. So then you go from, I mean, I think we all remember those seasons of like, we're working and grinding. It was like our life looked like the hills, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you're working Mm -hmm. and grinding and and staying up all night. And then you're going to Cabo and you're partying, (laughs) like you're doing all these things and you're not ever having harmony. Mm -hmm. You're just adding more stuff to balance a scale. Right. And so for me, harmony means, yes, I'm in a season and maybe work is a grind, but I'm peppering in all of those things, all of those rituals, those really important moments that bring me back into harmony, mm-hmm. right? It's not balance. It Harmony is, to me, I love to describe it as like I'm making my favorite meal, mm-hmm. only I know all the things and flavors that need to be on that plate. Mm-hmm. And I know when a flavor shows up, that's not right, mm-hmm. right? And so harmony is also going to ask you, to create boundaries, to really get in tune with yourself and in a current season with what you really want. You know, every different season, I'm an East Coast girl. So what I want to do in the summer is very different than what I want to do in the winter, right? Mm -hmm. So we're the same as people. Mm -hmm. What feels like you're in harmony in the summer season might be very different in the fall. Like, I don't know if you ever feel this way. I always joke that fall is back to school for adults too. Mm -hmm. And somehow we get this (laughs) renewed energy to like grind it out mm-hmm. to the end of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. But in the it's summer, so funny. Cause I literally, I still sometimes ac- accidentally, instead of saying like in this season or this time of year, I will be, say, I'll say something like in this semester, like I still am breaking things into, <laughs> into semesters in my brain. And I've been out of school for who knows how many years now. It's so funny, but yeah, I totally agree. I think it's almost like you get a newfound energy or I don't know what the right word is, but I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. And you just need something different. And Mm -hmm. so that is why I love the idea of harmony, because it means no matter what the season is, no matter where I am in my life, I can find a way to Mm -hmm. feel the way I want to feel and bring in the things I need to make my life work. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. I love the visual of a plate too, of like, or like making your favorite meal. Cause I think a lot of times when we think harmony, we kind of want to go to balance, but it's more like peace and like fulfillment of what you love. Like, I I just love the way that you describe that. That's such a good visual. Speaking of that, I know in your book, you walk readers through your elevation approach. Can you kind of expand on what that is? Yes. So remember I talked about burning out at 27. Mm -hmm. That looked like living the first two phases of the elevation approach. And so there are four phases, preparation, inspiration, recreation, and transformation. And literally the first 10 years of my career look like, you know, preparation, which is where you you know, declutter your space, you get curious, you know your numbers. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm thinking of a new idea or something, a new project I wanted to do at the agency. Mm-hmm. I would do all the research in the prep phase. And then in the inspiration phase, that's when you socialize it with people who can help, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I would get super fired up in inspiration and I go right back to preparation. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed was I was in this like vicious cycle of, I guess we would call it hustling now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I never finished things and I never felt good. And what was missing was recreation. Mm. And once I added a little bit of fun, a little bit of me time, a little bit of doing something that had literally nothing to do with the work project, Mm -hmm. I noticed the projects came together Mm. and I was able to get to transformation. And so that's what really created those four phases. I love to call them seasons. You know, for me, winter is preparation, spring is inspiration, summer is recreation, and fall is transformation. Mm -hmm. And I really, you know, I have a planner that follows the seasons. My planner is available. My whole line, Elevation by Tina Waltz, is at Target. But the planner kind of walks you through how, how to live this every season. I tend to live my day this way. I start my mornings in preparation. My afternoons are inspiration. My evenings or early evenings, there's some kind of recreation in there. And then transformation for me in the evening. And I'm sure many of your listeners can relate to 
this idea that like our workday no longer ends at five, mm-hmm. right? For any of us who are entrepreneurs, you know, you put the kids to sleep, you get a few hours at night. What do you do? Like you mm-hmm. go back and you do a couple quiet hours of work. Well, that still requires a little bit of energy. So I found taking that evening break helps me kind of power through, mm. you know, doing a little bit of nighttime work as well. Mm, that's so good. I love that. So it's preparation, inspiration, recreation, recreation. and then transformation. That's so good. Yep. Uh, love it. Okay. So preparation is part of the elevation approach, but I want to ask this when preparing ourselves, why is it so important to create clutter-free physical and mental spaces? And what are some of the types of clutter to address, you know, whether that's physical, mental, et cetera, and what can it look like to address that for the long term and not just, you know, in the moment? Yeah. I think a lot of times the reason I start with decluttering your space is when we have a big idea, right? And the elevation approach and the whole book really came out of a conversation I had with a friend when I was telling her, about a book project I was working on. And she said, I wish I could do that. I wish I could get this idea out of my head and actually Mm -hmm. work on it. Mm -hmm. And that's why decluttering your space is so important because it's really just a signal that Mm -hmm. says Mm -hmm. I'm ready to make space for the thing that I want. Mm -hmm. Now you may need to make physical space. I find that my like number one clutter issue is digital clutter. I don't care if it's like getting rid of old photos. Like, you know how you like everything on Instagram and mm-hmm. then they all end up in your photo. Like that yeah. drives me crazy, uh-huh. right? Or I'm an inbox zero person. Uh, you know, I have a Gen Z niece who is like inbox 100,000 emails. <laughs> drives me nuts, right? <laughs> but, she, but I'm like, I need my digital clutter gone. Mm-hmm. I, I literally have folders and sort my emails. And I, I don't know. It, it's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, once I can attack digital clutter, okay, I have space, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For some people, it could be the calendar, mm-hmm. right? Figuring out how to organize or truncate or make some space on your calendar. Mm-hmm. You know, others, you know, there, there's a chapter in, in, in the Declutter Your Space chapter in that instant elevation principle in the book. I speak with a cleaning expert, Michelle Marini-Morris, and she talks about landing zones. And she says, if you can identify a key landing zone in your home, right? Mm-hmm. So for your bedroom make your bed. If Mm -hmm. everything else is a mess, if you can make your bed, you will instantly feel better, Mm -hmm. right? For some of us in our kitchens, just keep the island clean. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, you know, you will feel better. And Mm -hmm. I think just taking a step towards one of those things, just clean your inbox, like Mm -hmm. take 10 to 15 minutes to declutter one thing. And we have a lot of tips in the book. If you have five minutes, here's what to declutter, you know, even Mm -hmm. down to like, clean up your handbag, you know, Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. can just create a signal of like, okay, I'm ready to try something new. So there are tons to your point. There are tons of ways you can declutter. Yeah. That's so good. I totally feel you on the uh, digital clutter. I feel like that's something that I constantly am battling (laughs) and it's true. Like, or, or even the the example of the Island, like that is an area where I'm like, anytime that's clear, if my kitchen counters are clear, I feel a million times better. Even if I know that the master bedroom is a mess, you know, or whatever, like just being in my main living areas, feeling like there's minimal clutter. It truly does make a huge difference. So I'm really thankful the way you described that. Have you been wanting to make the switch to cleaner living and clean beauty, but feeling really overwhelmed on where to start and how to sift through all the different options out there? Friend, I get it. I have been there. When I first started my clean living journey, I was so overwhelmed and I was having such a hard time in one area in particular. I was having a really hard time finding beauty products that were clean, safe, toxin-free, but also really worked because the tricky part was I wanted to use clean products, but every time I would try clean makeup or clean shampoo or clean skincare, it just seemed like they didn't work as well as my old toxic favorites. And I found myself 
always wanting to go back to the more conventional stuff because it actually worked. My makeup stayed all day. My skincare was working well. So I was having a really hard time in this area until I discovered Crunchy. Crunchy is a high-performing, clean beauty brand that honestly performs just as well, if not better, than my old toxic favorites. Not only that, but they are eco-friendly, they're plastic positive, which means they take more plastic out of the environment than they put in, and they're also Leaping Bunny certified and cruelty-free as well as vegan. So if you've been looking for a clean option for makeup and skincare, for clean beauty, but you just need something that works well and that doesn't harm the environment and that doesn't harm animals... Crunchy is the place to be. I highly recommend starting with the primer and foundation when it comes to makeup or the cleansing bar and the Clarolite when it comes to the skincare. And if you use my link, you can get $10 off your first order. So just go to crunchy.com slash Jordan Dooley and the $10 off will apply on the last page of checkout to your first order. Or you can just tap the link in the show notes on this episode to shop with that link and get the $10 off applied to your first order. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself, What would kids do? Then pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Start planning at visitcalifornia.com. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. <laughs> Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one one membership matching program. You join and they give. 
I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Okay, another thing I want to touch on is the inspiration piece. What is the importance of inspiration when it comes to finding that work-life harmony that you talk about? Yeah, so inspiration is a really important point. This is not about the traditional way we think about getting inspired. Inspiration is about taking that idea you want to execute, right? And this does not mean or have to be a business. Like the example I love to use is like this summer, my entire family, I have five younger siblings, spouses, you know, fiancés, every children, we're all going to Disney, mm. right? So imagine like you've decided we're going to plan the ultimate family trip to Disney World. You can start with like the preparation phase. That's about, you know, one, making space. It could literally be what is the space in our calendar mm. when we want to take this trip, mm-hmm. right? Get curious is what are all the different parks? What do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Know your numbers. What's the budget, right? What do we want to spend? Not just like financially, like how much time do we have? Mm-hmm. And then the important thing in inspiration is you take that and you go to someone who's done what you want to do. So you don't go to your friends who haven't been to Disney and say, we're going to Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Because what do you get? That's awesome. Do it. Mm-hmm. You call the friend who did it last year and she's like, oh my goodness, here's everything I wish I had known before I took this trip. Like mm-hmm. you definitely want to save and get one VIP debt. You definitely need the app, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to go to someone who has done what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. who can offer you advice that's going to make it that much easier for you, right? Yeah, and I yeah. think when we want to launch these big ideas, sometimes we make the mistake of talking to like, what I like to call our fab five or our mm-hmm. cheerleaders who are like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the information you need mm-hmm. to decide if it's the right fit for your life, right? Mm-hmm. You could talk to people who really did Disney and they're like, do not do Like if you only mm-hmm. have those two weeks, those aren't the two weeks to go. And you're like, okay, we're going to go to Hawaii instead, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it's because you went to people who knew or know of what you're trying to do that they can coach you with information that's actually actionable for you. Yeah. Yeah. So good. That's, it's like, so it's so obvious when you say it, but I think we often forget to do that because we just go to our main people and we're not really thinking often like who's really going to be able to guide me in this. Right. So that's yeah. Such a good piece of advice, such a good way of approaching it. Okay. Speaking of that, what is an inspiration audit and how can that help with like work-life harmony? Oh goodness. I, I have done this multiple times at different stages in life. And for me, again, it's really like there are three principles of instant elevation there. Right. So It's about building your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. Who do you need in your life? I think the most important thing you realize in the inspiration phase is relationships are so important, but even more important are the categories and how you place people in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think so often we call everybody, she's my best friend. She's my best friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does it really mean to be someone's best Mm -hmm. friend, right? What does it really mean to be on someone's personal board of directors or to be a friend tour? And when you start Mm -hmm. to really look at what these relationships mean, then you start to set up expectations and it's expectations you have of yourself Mm -hmm. and of a person you're in relationship with. Mm -hmm. And then you start to audit, like, how do I feel when I spend time with that person? Mm -hmm. Right. I've had friend tours. and, And for me, I talk about friend tours over mentors. I think it's incredibly important that we have a group of peers who understand where we are 
in the current life stage, right? Who are knocking it out of the park in their area of expertise and may come together and hold each other accountable. And they're incredible. For me, my friend Tori completely changed my life, right? When I was ready to take a job in banking, they held me accountable and they were like, that's not the move for you. But mm-hmm. if I had gone to like a mentor or my cheerleaders, right? My fab five, I probably would have gotten different advice. And mm-hmm. so I think that audit is really important. I know some people describe it as, you know, like getting the right people on the bus. And I think if you are in a season where you're not sure if you're going the right place, you're not sure if you're, you know, accomplishing your goals, you might want to do that audit and say, Mm -hmm. do I have the right people on this bus? Mm -hmm. And, you know, do I need to look at cultivating a few new relationships that are going to really help me reach the level of growth I'm looking for? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Love that. Okay. Another question I have is that's, I would say maybe somewhat kind of a uh, kind of a tangent of that, um, or like adjacent to that is the idea of being unplugged, this idea of getting inspired, like how can being unplugged and maybe even allowing yourself to be bored, help us with that inspiration piece or help us to be inspired? Yeah, I think a lot of the tips and tools I give you in the book require that you sit with yourself for a bit, Mm -hmm. right? And my own journey was like getting off the express train. And I think when we're all moving so fast, we don't really necessarily get the opportunity to audit and ask mm-hmm. ourselves hard questions like, how am I feeling? Mm-hmm. Am I enjoying what I do? Mm-hmm. After I go out with this person, do I feel good or bad? Right. So mm-hmm. there's so many, you know, different exercises in the book that are going to ask you to do that. But it's important because you can't get to the heart or the root of a problem if you don't actually know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so to me, that that's the most important thing is like find that time. And I know we're all moving so fast. I'm not asking for an hour. Like sometimes it's just five minutes. I find if I can take five minutes and visualize how do I want my day to unfold, Mm -hmm. that really sets the tone, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think for everyone who is like, I'm struggling to get four kids out of the house before Mm -hmm. my morning starts, like just find five minutes. I don't care if you stand in the shower Mm -hmm. and you visualize in the shower, if you can do that and start to cultivate that practice you're going to be able to live a little bit more intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good example of the shower too. Cause I think you're right. We often feel like I don't have five minutes, you know, but it's like, whether it's while you're washing your hair or brushing your teeth or doing something that you have to do anyway, like put your phone down or don't, don't be distracted by music. Like allow yourself to just be focused, you know, for yeah. a short period of time. That's so good. Okay. That this is like a direct building upon of the last question, but I know in your book, you share some guidelines for creating rituals just for you and that don't feel like work or necessarily have to be productive. Can you share what some of those are and maybe give us some examples of rituals that really do support work-life harmony? Yeah. So for me, and I think for any of us who like, we don't wake up in the same place every single day or think about with your kids, like seasons change, you, you know, you have a ritual of what the school year looks like versus the summer, mm-hmm. know that your, your ritual should be just as flexible, right? Mm-hmm. And they should serve you. And the goal of any ritual is to quickly and easily get you back into feeling work-life harmony. Mm-hmm. So by saying that, I'm saying there can be tons of times you do not feel like you are in harmony mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like my goal is to get you into a practice where you can say, why am I feeling off? Like I can literally go into my home and say, huh, my island's a mess. That's why I'm feeling off. Mm -hmm. And I know what the fix is. And maybe I don't even get to it for two more days, but at least I've identified why I'm feeling off. Right. So aware, aware, right. Mm -hmm. So I think awareness is really important. And then I start to ask myself, well, what do I really like? Okay. For me in the morning, it's a hot beverage. Mm -hmm. It can be many different things. It can be a chai tea or hot water with lemon Mm -hmm. or coffee, but I need that time in the morning to like make myself something to Mm -hmm. drink and just like set. Mm -hmm. I, 
I love a news briefing in the morning, a global news briefing. Like I love to know like what's happening in the world. So Mm. I need for me a a few minutes just to like wake up. Mm. And then when I'm traveling, like I love airports. I I feel like I have rituals around travel. I have rituals around how I like to unpack what I bring with me when I'm traveling so I can have a sense of being at home Mm. or a certain smell or something in my luggage. So I'm like, okay, like I travel with a certain blanket, Mm. Um, like just different things that make me feel like I have a piece of home with me. I have rituals for planes around reading that I like stack to do when I know I'm not going to be online. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I, and I love reading magazines. I mean, I, I like literally download probably 50 on my iPad <laughs> and I read them per month, but I, I like stack it for when I know I'm going to have some, some mm-hmm. travel time. Mm-hmm. Audiobooks for me are a really big ritual and not I, like, I'm talking like really juicy, fun fiction Hmm. that I can just get into these stories Mm -hmm. when I'm driving. Right. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of your listeners, if you're like feeling like, I know my mom felt for years, like she was always in the car, Mm -hmm. you know, and she didn't have the benefit of podcasts back in 1995. Right. Mm -hmm. She's like always shuttling between practices. Like, can you make that a you time, Mm -hmm. right? Where you literally listen to your favorite podcast or an audio book and make it fun. And so Mm -hmm. I just find like those little practices of how can I infuse something I like to do for a few minutes a day Mm -hmm. and apps like Flipboard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I, like curated my news feed. So if I even get a five minute break, I can go and look at news. And I just love little Mm -hmm. things like that, that make me feel like I'm I'm getting to do something I want to do for just a few minutes in my day. Yeah. That's so good. I love the, the, I, the concept of just like allowing yourself to read like a fun book. You may not be learning a lot from it, but like getting lost in a story that can be so like refreshing when life is so busy, you know, and my husband's been doing that a lot lately. He's been listening to audiobooks and there are stories I could care less about, you know, but at the same time, like, well, <laughs> even when we're sometimes in the car together, he's like, do you mind if I listen to my audiobook Cause he wants to catch up on his story. And like, it is really, uh, you know, there's been a few times where I've gotten into a good book or whatever. And it's like, it truly is like a reset sometimes. Like it allows you to just kind of like go to a different place and be caught up in a good story. You know, it's like, why do we love movies? But in that case, you don't necessarily have to be when you're reading or you're listening to an audiobook, you don't have to be staring at a screen, you know, and there's a, there's a beauty in that for sure. So I love that. This is also good. I'm like, I have a million more questions. Can you give us a lot more tips? But I feel like you've provided (laughs) so much just goodness and things that so many practical things we can implement. But I'd love if you can just share as we wrap up, where can we learn more from you? Where can everyone follow you? And how can they find this new book of yours? Oh, thank you so much. So first is tinawells.com. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter. And I send, uh, like I share a lot of business tips. You can definitely find me at Target right now. I have an entire line of home office goods that I hope bring you work-life harmony. It's called Elevation by Tina Wells. The book is there. There are 15 plus amazing products for you. And then also on Instagram at Tina Wells. I love it. Awesome. Well, Tina, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for sharing just some really great inspiration and, and ideas for us on ways to really be leaning toward and working toward more of a work-life harmony versus trying to like, you know, hustle toward this idea of balance. It's just just been so good and and really practical. So we are so thankful. You guys go get her book, support her work. She's amazing. Tina, thank you for being here. Thanks, Jordan. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. 
I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 